Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Scott. Happy Holidays, Adam. Happy Holidays. People get so bent out of shape when people say Happy Holidays. Yeah, I kind of don't get it. It's it's one of those things, like, I'm not religious, but I don't really care about Merry Christmas or Happy New Year's. I don't care, either way. Like, if somebody tells me Merry Christmas, I'm not going to get all pissed off about it. If somebody tells me Happy Holidays, I'm not going to get all pissed off about it. There's so many holidays from November to January. Like, it's the holiday season. That's, that's what it's called. So, I don't... Just happy holidays. Fuck, I don't care, man. I mean, if you've got, if you have, if you're like Donald Trump and you some of his picks, they'd prefer you say Merry Christmas. What was the one? Wasn't the one pick that he's got wants to bring prayer back into school or some shit like that? She's yeah. one of those kind of people. Yeah, she, the Secretary of Education. He yeah, appointed. she's a real piece of garbage. Don't get me started on that. Scott, Scott, Scott. It's Christmas. She's a real piece of work. Real piece of work. Right. It is Christmas. I am a Christian. I celebrate Christmas. I love Christmas, Adam. I love it. I eat that shit up. It's Christmas. I am a Hindu, so... Since when did you become a Hindu? Since uh, two seconds ago. Oh. I worship the god of Hindi, the Hinduism god. Kalima! Kalima! Um, so... What you been up to? Uh, relaxing, chilling. Uh, there's a new dog in my house. A new dog? Yeah, I've got three dogs in my house now. <coughs> well, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's actually my sister's dog. She's been wanting a dog for a while, and my mother's like, hey, my friend's trying to get rid of her year and a half old. Yorkie Poo. This is the first time I've heard that term Yorkie Poo before. At first, I was like, is that some cute term for, like, a Yorkie or something like that? No, it turns out it's, like, Yorkie Poodle or whatever, so. Yeah, now I got seven animals in my house, and I'm having a great time. I'm going to start a zoo. Open a petting zoo. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Well, Adam, I brought a treat for you today. I see that. You've been asking for it. You've been clamoring for it. And I provided you. Is is this the five-star beer that you brought me? See, I don't think I'm ever going to find my five-star <laughs> beer for you. But this, sir, we're drinking a Christmas beer. I we're see that. We're drinking a holiday beer. We are going to enjoy, as our beer of the show, the St. Nicholas Bach by the Penn Brewery, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is a beer. I'm not sure how you'll take to it because it's a little bit dark. It's a little bit heavy. Funny story about this beer. I've had it a few times before. The first time I ever drank this beer, I was 17 years old. No, I know what you're thinking, Naughty, Adam. naughty, naughty. I know what you're thinking, Adam. Old St. Nick is looking at you. You weren't old enough to drink it. And you're going to drink a beer with Santa Claus on it? How you're dare you? nothing for Christmas. <laughs> Lump of coal up your ass. So I was in high school. I went to a house party. They happened to have this beer. Plenty of it. So I was drinking it, and I thought it was the most disgusting, horrible beer I've ever tasted. I couldn't even, like, stomach it down. Like, it was so bad. 
Well, little did I know I was 17 years old in high school. I didn't know what quality beer was. Fast forward several years, and I had it again. I really, really liked it. You liked it even though it was poor quality then? I think I was an uneducated 17-year-old trying to drink a craft beer. As you would say, an uneducated swine? That would have been me. So I brought it for you. I want to know what your palate thinks of it. Let's read a little bit about it here. I got I got the case right here. It is the St. Nicholas Bach beer. It is a Bavarian-style Bach. 6% alcohol. A very rich, dark Bach beer. Dark ruby in color with subtle tones of chocolate and burnt malt. It will warm you on a cold winter's night and brighten your day. I think I need that the right now. It's perfect holiday gift for the beer drinker. It is a National Beverage Testing Institute gold medal winner in 2004. My toesies are cold right now, so I think I could use a little warming up. I'm curious to know what you think of it. Now, you're not normally a dark beer fan. No, not really. Um, so I was surprised when you asked a couple episodes ago you wanted you wanted a Christmas, a winter beer. And yeah. traditionally, winter beers are dark yeah. or heavy. Um, this doesn't actually taste that heavy to me. It really doesn't. It's I can tell it's definitely darker. It's definitely a bit heavy. But it seems like it doesn't taste as heavy. It's not the heaviest of beers we've ever had. I'm looking at the label here. It looks like a dirty old homeless St. Nick. With like a bird's nest on his head and a pot leaf on top of it, and yeah, he's, he's looking, he's ready to party, is what mm-hmm. it looks like. He's ready. He's Christmas is done. He's ready for the New Year's. Um, it tastes a little bit of the burnt, whatever that was. Burnt. It tastes a little burnt. Burnt malt. Burnt malt. I can yeah. definitely taste the burnt. I can also part yes. of it. Um, I agree not. With that. S- not so much the chocolate. Maybe a little bit of the chocolate takes tastes more coffee to me a little bit. Coffee more... gives it the dark color. Yeah. So if any Bach, any stout, any porter, you usually use coffee for flavor or yeah. for coloring rather. Yeah. So that's what I'm tasting right now. Um if I had to rate it, I would give it a three point five. That's a 3. good score. 5. It's it's not a bad beer. It's not a bad beer at all. Yeah, I I was seventeen and tried to play beer pong with this beer. That this is a not mistake. a beer pong beer. No, this is not. this is a si- sip and chill beer. Is what it is. I was dumb and seventeen, and there was beer, and I drank <clears> it, and but I like it a lot now, and it's a fond memory I have of it. I like it. I like it. It's not one that I could chug through and drink a ton of, but it's a nice winter night like tonight. The holiday season is upon us. Sit around, do a podcast, drink some of this. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna give it a four, Adam. A four out of five for the St. Nicholas Bach from the Penn Brewery. Definitely a recommendation. Yes. It's pretty good. I've been to the Penn Brewery. You have. Pittsburgh, yeah. We actually had a beer of theirs before. I don't remember which one it was. might have just been the Penn Pilsner, but we've had one of their beers before. I went to their brewery. It was it was really cool. Someday we need to take the show on the road and yeah. head down to the Penn Brewery. Yeah, let's do it. Try a bunch of beers. Cool. So the holiday season's here, Adam. I've been watching a lot of Christmas movies. As one would like to do. I enjoy Christmas movies. And I'm watching some of the classics. And I found some, some interesting tidbits about these. One of them is a plot hole. And I want to I bring these up to you here, Adam. 
Have you seen The Santa Claus with Tim Allen? Years ago, like when I was a kid. Yeah, it's a good movie, though. I, I enjoy it. It's pretty good. Sequels, not so much. So I have a plot hole. Okay, so as you know, Santa Claus falls off of Scott Calvin's roof. Kicks the bucket. Dies right there in his lawn. Disappears magically. Pulls an Obi-Wan. And all that's <laughs> left is his red suit. And by putting it on, Scott Calvin, Tim Allen's character in a sense, becomes the Santa Claus now. He has signed on to the contract. He's the big... <laughs> Which is a dirty, dirty way to trick somebody into... It was a dirty trick. Yeah, they yeah. showed the card, and Bernard brought out the magnifying glass. We saw the small writing. But here's the plot hole I have. <clears throat> you mean besides the plot hole of a man delivering presents to everybody in the world in one night? Besides that plot hole? I don't I don't know what you're talking about, Adam. No? No. Oh, okay. Besides the fact that it's physically impossible... Children, Santa's not real. Tell your friends. Adam, how dare you? I believe in Santa. You do? I do. Do you believe in the Krampus? I'm going to have nightmares now. But <laughs> anyway, ba- but back, back to this, yes. So, we've seen, because there was a Santa Claus 2 and the Santa Claus 3, there were sequels, and you see how he becomes a part of those elves' lives. Like, yeah. They, they love him. He's the boss. You know. It, so, I would imagine that his predecessor, the Santa Claus, would have had a fairly similar relationship to the elves. You know, to Bernard. Yeah. To the other ones. Like, there's a million of them. So when he falls off the roof and dies, and then magically Tim the Toolman Taylor comes soaring in on, on the, the sleigh, they don't even bat a lash that their boss is now dead and they got to follow orders from this new guy who's fucking green as can be, who knows not a damn thing. This newbie is going to come in here. And, like, how? Scott, why didn't they care? Why didn't they mourn for the Santa that they just lost? There's a very good analogy between what happened there and what's happening now in the United States of America. <laughs> I feel like I've mourned more than those... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have than those elves. Like they like they went on. They, you know, they saw him land. and They were like, okay, carry on. Got to get ready for next Christmas. Well, they're elves. I mean, how, when you think about it, they're elves. Okay, so they they don't have a lifespan technically. Like they have, are super longevity. They they might die. They're not necessarily mortal, but they don't age. So when you think about it, how many times have they gone through this? How many times have they seen some dumbass Santa who slips off a roof? We do that does this a million times, and one time he slips off. We're like, fucking great, dumbass slipped off a freaking roof. Now we got this new guy. They've seen it a million times. But they had good relationships. I imagine they did. They did with Tim Allen Santa Claus, and then in Santa Claus Three, you <clears throat> see the room of all the snow globes. Yeah, it's like the halls. Like each past Santa had a snow globe, and there was like. So it represented all the former Santas. I mean, Santa's a human. He's not an elf. He's mortal. So when he dies, another well, one steps up and takes his place. But yeah, is he mortal though? Like he's not, yes, he's not immortal. But it doesn't does he stop aging once he becomes Santa? Like is that a that's that's a thing? I yeah, think he stops aging. He stops so. aging. He just becomes that yeah, so. already elderly looking grandpa, yeah. heavy set white beard, the Listen, classic imagine, Santa Claus. Imagine the first time you lost a pet. The first time you ever lost, but you had to go through that whole process. You're it's grieving. Devastating. It's horrible. It's you're grieving. You're crying for like a week. You can't eat. You don't want to. You don't want to do anything. Nothing's going to replace it. Now fast forward about twenty years later. You lose a dog. 
you grieve for like a couple hours and then you move on. You grieve for maybe a day. I don't know about a, that, Adam. A day at the most. I don't know about that. Most people, not everybody. There are some people that still grieve for like a week straight. Yeah. But most people you grieve for about a day. About a day at the most and then you move on. My point is, I see a serious plot hole there. They didn't even have a fucking memorial service for him. I mean, do something for You remember, you remember, he put on the Santa suit, and then he had to finish delivering the toys for the rest of the night. For all you know, up in the North Pole, they found out Santa died, and they were grieving up there during that time. And then Bernard is like, okay, guys, listen, we've had our grieving time, but the new Santa's coming in. Let's give him a warm welcome so that he knows that we weren't, you know, that we're the elves. You know, he's he's the foreman. He's like, listen, okay, he, he we got to give him a warm welcome. We're the Christmas elves. That's what we got to do. You know, I, they had they had a whole night where they could have grieved. So we we never saw that. I mean, you didn't see like you had Bernard, you had Curtis, you had Judy. It was all business. It was all business. I mean, I would like Disney to put out a statement, like saying, <laughs> hey, to put out a statement. hey, you know, maybe maybe if they did that. You grieve for what? A couple hours? He's it's one night, Christmas yeah. Eve, delivering fucking yeah. presents. I think you need more time to get over this. I think you needed like okay. elf well, therapists remember, to come remember, to the North Pole. If to, anybody wants to talk, they'll they'll sit down with you and discuss things. The thing to remember is Santa's the boss. He's not the father. He's not he's Father Christmas, but he's not the dad, okay? How many elves didn't really have a one-on-one relationship with Santa for decades and decades? Let's be honest. There are how many elves that are up there? If you're boss, if you're if you're like CEO of whatever company that you work for, if they die, you're gonna think to yourself, that sucks, but you're not gonna be grieving. You're not gonna be crying and devastated and can't work and everything. So that's one thing you gotta remember. You said they run it like a business. So, if it's a business, Santa's the CEO. Damn capitalist. <laughs> yeah. Next, Donald Trump is going to run for Santa Claus <laughs> after he's done being president. <laughs> so, that's just a problem I had with that, with that film. Fair enough. Got a couple more. Okay. I Frosty think he's, I, the Snowman. I think you just have a problem with Christmas at this point. Frosty the Snowman. You know. The magic hat that the kids put on his head. Yeah. That, that, so... I gotta, I gotta say, I, I gotta say, I'm really excited to see your plot hole about a story about a magic hat that takes a so ball of not a ball of frozen hole. water and turns it to life. It's not necessarily a plot hole. <laughs> My point is, I think those children had absolutely no business taking that hat. <laughs> it belonged call to the, the magician. Call the cops! It did. Call the cops! Okay, he was pissed that his magic trick didn't work. He threw the hat. Did it go by the garbage can? Yes. Did it go in it? Dude, possession is nine tenths of the law. Was he was he actually throwing his? The, the kid's argument was, "You didn't want your hat. You threw it away. It's Frosty's hat now." You're forgetting the old child law: finders keepers. But that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's 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 pose the question in real life. Okay, let's let's bring it to real life. Um, let's say possible that a magician has this magic hat and he throws it away because he's like it's not working for me and these kids put the magic hat on a snowman and bring the snowman to life and it's not like a death snowman like jack frost where it's like gonna come and cut your hearts out and uh, eat your children and everything like that he's a happy-go-lucky snowman just brought to life if you are a police officer or anybody of any authority do you think you're gonna want to like what is the what, what what is about that? Like at that point, does the hat belong to Frosty? 
Like at that point, because it brought him to life, you taking the hat away is going to take life away from him. The what hat did he do wrong? Belonged to Professor Hinkle. It was his hat. So what you're saying is, even though Frosty's alive and he's a happy, jolly snowman, he's like, sorry, Frosty, the law is it's his hat. And you take the hat away from him and you take life away from Frosty. I mean, maybe he should, okay, then work out a deal with them. <laughs> Say, hey, you know, I need compensation for my hat. It belonged to me. Okay, here's a here's two thousand snow dollars, and he just molds some some. Hey, Frosty was boys with Santa. <laughs> Santa could hook it up. I just think I just think the kids had no business taking that hat from Professor Hinkle. It it belonged to him. Okay, but you're you're saying like he they stole it from him. Like it's they didn't snatch it off his head. No, like, Hocus Pocus took it to him. The damn rabbit. Yeah, traitor. <laughs> He's in league with the rabbit from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the rabbit gave it to him. If a rabbit hops up to you with a hat, are you going to be like, who'd you steal that from, rabbit? Huh? Huh? I'd probably be like, this motherfucking rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But then again, if a snowman comes like, happy birthday, I'd probably shit my pants. Let's be like, real. Oh! <laughs> All right, so one more. One, one more. One more. <coughs> the Rankin Bass, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer from the 60s. Now you're just shitting the on my childhood. Now you're, Come that's, on, that's now a great doing. one with the it's, Bumble and Yukon Cornelius, it, Hermes listen, the Elf. It's not a great one. It's it's a terrible movie, but it's from my childhood, so that makes it a good movie. I don't think it's a terrible oh, movie. Oh, it's a terrible but, movie. But... There's some assholes in it. There is. First of all, you know the biggest asshole of them all is? Santa. Fucking Santa. That's my point. I'm glad you agree with me. Santa's a bitch. Santa is such a racist. Exactly. I was going to say racist. I was going to say. Such a racist. Santa Claus. Oh, that's a shame. Had a mighty fine takeoff, too. (laughs) Just because he had a red fucking nose. He was the best flyer in the reindeer games. You're going to sit him down? So you mean to tell there were were there any African elves? Were there any African North Polean elves working in that No, they, they were, were all the white elves. They were in the basement. They were all white elves. Were there females? I don't think so. And if there yeah, weren't, he there was, was a few. He wasn't paying them the same. <laughs> he was not paying but them they the were, same as the male remember, elves. Remember do you remember in the movie, all the male elves looked exactly the same except for the people that had names? And then all there were female elves that all looked exactly the same. They were pink wearing ones, and then there were blue wearing ones for the boys. The uniforms are sexist. The uniforms are sexist. That's what they are. Rudolph's dad, Donner, such a dick too. He was a punk bitch. He was a dick. He was a punk dude. I'd leave home too if that was my dad. He was trying to cover up his son's nose and all that bullshit. And then after Rudy goes away. Rudolph's mom's like, I'm going to come with you. Look at his response is, no, that's man's work. He said that shit to her. Get back in the cave, bitch, and make me a reindeer sandwich. That's basically what he's saying. I'm like, what? I I wish you fucking would. I mean, my God. I got two dishwashers in the kitchen, the dishwasher and you. (laughs) I just think, wow. 
Racism was rampant in the North Pole in the sixties. I want to know. The, I want to. I want to see the caves where the other reindeer lived. What were their home lives like? Were they as big a racist? Was it like a big boys' club where they went to the gentlemen's club and it was like, oh, you know, yeah, that. Like, uh, do you remember um, Pleasantville? Whenever they would all go bowling and they all talk about like just dumb, stupid shit, kind of like that. Oh man! And her, freaking Hermie, the elf that wants to be a dentist. You're not good enough to be a dentist, Hermes. No, you can be whatever you want, Hermes. Don't let people tell you what you can and can't do. I'm fired up now, Adam. I'm fired Freaking, up. Remember Yukon Cornelius? Freaking Yukon. He was the man, dude. He wouldn't stand for any of that bullshit. Did you see his dog sled? Yeah. Do you think he just had Siberian Huskies there pulling him? Hell no. There, it was a he mixed was race. He was an equal opportunity employer. He had Dachshunds. He had Poodles. He had St. Bernards. And what, guess what? When they... He was a great boss. When it was too much for them, he let them get on the sled and he pulled their ass. Yukon <laughs> Cornelius was the motherfucking man. I think he man. had a chihuahua in that mix, too. He, he might have had a chihuahua in that mix in, the, in this bag. He's not discriminating. <clears throat> uh, that's, that's the only silver lining in the movie was Yukon Cornelius. What are your thoughts on the abominable sm- snowman, though? Like that dude. Like... He he was he was misunderstood, right? He really was. He was a little yeah. misunderstood. Like he was a lonely, lonely. Bumbles man. bounce. <laughs> oh jeez, I love I love Christmas movies, Adam. I haven't started watching my Christmas movies yet. I don't give into that whole thirty days of Christmas or whatever bullshit. What is it now? Twenty five days of Christmas. Twenty five days of Christmas. Yeah, I don't give into that house stuff. Dude, I don't give into that. I buy into it. I don't because I'm like, you know what? Christmas, I don't want to I don't want to oversaturate myself. I'm going to wait about the week of Christmas. This upcoming week, that's when I'll start watching some of the Christmas movies. You well, know, that's when I'll do it. Well, Freeform plays it. Yeah. Freeform formerly known as ABC Family, and I have that on my TV all the time. I'm watching I got I'm watching The Grinch, I'm watching Elf, I'm watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and then all of a sudden they end. And the freaking Seven Hundred Club comes on. I was gonna say, doesn't have like, isn't that the religious? Yeah, show? Pat Robertson, yeah. that total dickhead. I was I'm say. like, what the hell? I'm like watching it all, and it gets late, at like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night, and the freaking Seven Hundred Club comes on. That racist, bigot, sexist asshole still has a television show. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! I was uh, enjoying he myself. He still has a television show on ABC Family. Who is owned? By the Walt Disney Corporation. Hence, why Disney was a racist and a bigot. They were. He hated the, hate the Jews. Here's a fun fact. Bob Iger <clears throat> is the CEO of the Walt Disney Corporation. And he announced a long time ago that he would be stepping down at the end of 2016. Um, he already has his successor in place. It's, it's actually a female. She's been laying in wait. <clears throat> and she's going to take over when he leaves. But he just announced what Bob Iger's next position is. He is going to be a senior advisor in the Trump administration on the cabinet. No shit. Kid you not. What? And he is joining one of the Waltons, Luke Walton, from Walmart, and the ExxonMobil CEO. Are they, are they going to be like like advisors for labor? Like, no. Is that where everything is? On his is? cabinet. Like, just his advisors in his administration. Like, you mean... You mean racist disney and walmart ceo that doesn't want to pay their employees a fair wage are going to be advisors to trump correct walt disney walt disney corporation walmart exxon mobil 
all three of those, their CEOs, just got hired by Trump. He's a businessman. He's going to hire his crony buddies that are big-time businessmen. So I'm not trying to turn this into the next political cast because we said we were going to stop talking about it for a while. But I'm going to say this, as one would say. Where is the draining of the swamp? Where when's that going to take place? Because so far I'm not seeing the swamp being drained. I'm seeing the, the the classic SNL joke. I'm seeing all the mutated toads that were in the swamp being pulled out and uh, joining the cabinet. He's just pumping more toxic sludge into the swamps. Did you see the SNL skit they did thing. with uh, Walter White? Did you see no, that? I, I missed that. One. They were off to show it to you. There's an SNL skit where it um, Kristen Wiig is playing shit. I don't I don't know the. the Trump advisor or something like that, like to his campaign or whatever. I can't remember the woman's name or whatever. Kellyanne Conway? I, it might have been. I don't know. I'm not familiar with her name because I didn't give a shit about her. So, <laughs> but she, he's, she's talking to somebody who's on the SNO is playing news anchor or whatever. And they have um, Trump's appo- latest appointment to like the DA or whatever, who's going to like the run, run that shit. It's Walter White from Breaking Bad. <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen that show, Scott. Oh, yeah, I've watched You've seen it? Yeah. it that, it was hilarious. And they have a uh, freaking, um, what's his name on there? Brian Cranston. He's on there as Walter White talking about it. And there's a lot awesome. of like, there's a lot of like underhanded, backhanded jokes and stuff awesome. like that that he talks about. It's freaking hilarious. It's the holidays, Adam. Can we not talk about Donald Trump? Not till later. Okay. We Yeah, not till later. So, what are some of your favorite christmas movies i know you said you haven't really been watching them I'm j- i just want to know do you have like a top five i you know i i have a top five um we were actually talking about this on the uh the be real network we have our own facebook messenger and we all contact each other and we're all like hey how's it going you're like hey well, check out this so <clears throat> we were doing our top somebody was doing one of their top five favorite christmas movies and they were asking everybody else what they were I threw my top five on there. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with some of them. My number one, my number five for that was Gremlins. Love, love me some Gremlins. I haven't seen it in a long time. I got to watch the show again. Gremlins. My number four was Home Alone. Classic Christmas <coughs> movie. Little kid staying at the house. You got Bob Hoskins and, uh, was it Bob? Yeah, Bob Hoskins. In what? Home Alone. No, it was... Uh, no, it wasn't... What am I thinking? It was fucking... What's his name? Uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. I never can remember that guy's Joe name. Joe Pesci, man. I can never remember My Joe Pesci's Vinny. name. I love Joe Pesci. I can never yeah. remember his name. And then the dude that played Marv. I don't remember his name either. Um, I do remember Macaulay Culkin. That is a name I do remember. But freaking Macaulay Culkin just hanging out in the house, just fighting off burglars. Home Alone 2 was a good one, too. I actually like that sequel. Um, Christmas Vacation. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, great movie. Number three? Yeah, that's my number three. We've talked about that one before. I love it. Classic from my childhood. Now number two, Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm a big fan of animation. I love anything animated. And I do like Tim Burton's films as well. And it's just... Nightmare Before Christmas, it's one of those perfect movies to me. Like, it's to me a perfect movie. Like, there's nothing... Not much I see wrong with it, to be honest. I wouldn't know what to say. It can double it. as a Christmas movie and as a Halloween movie. Exactly. That, that's even amazing, too. And the fact that that movie still exists today, that people who kids will grow up and and parents will show them the movie and the kids will gravitate towards that movie, too. Like, it's almost like a legend movie. Like, it, they don't need to make sequels. They don't need to make anything like that. It's just that one movie will stand the test of time. 
My number one favorite movie that I'm going to start watching this week, movie I watch every single Christmas, Scrooged with Bill Murray. Oh, it's excellent. I, I love, love it. I love that movie so I much. Really I really like Scrooge. I'm a big Bill Murray fan. I love Bill Murray so much. It is just, it's, I don't want to say perfect movie, but it's one of those perfect Christmas movies to me. Like, I, I Bill Murray. That's all I got to say about it. All right, I got my top five lists. My number five is a unique one. It's uh, Jim Henson. It's Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. It is, it's fun. It's a, it's a kid film. Uh, it's good good music in it. It's all Muppets. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I think I saw it recently in like the $5 movie bin at Walmart, and I was really shocked. I already own it, so I, I love it. I love it from my childhood. I never saw it. Number four, I have the original animated 1966 How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Classic Love movie. it. Love it. Like the Jim Carrey version, the live action newer one. Yeah. I like that a lot too, but the original cartoon is the one I'm going to put on my list. Okay, I'm getting going into some Christmas specials now. Number three. Oh, number three is a movie. I'm sorry. Number three, I have the Muppet Christmas Carol. Is that with um? Okay, Michael Caine. Yeah, yes, Mike Caine is Scrooge. Michael Caine Caine is Scrooge. And there is like Kermit and his family, like little frogs. Kermit plays Bob yeah. Cratchit. Yeah, and uh, the the different Muppets are playing different characters in the classic Dickens A Christmas Carol. Uh, great songs. That was a sad movie part of the way through. Like whenever he was looking at Christmas present and he was looking at Bob Cratchit's family and you had Kermit all sad and everything because Tiny Tim was getting sick and like it, it was a sad, there's sad been, movie. There's been so many different versions of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. There's this. There's the Muppets' Christmas Carol. There's also uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, which I really like. Scrooge yeah. McDuck plays, yeah. the, plays Scro- Ebenezer Scrooge and... <clears throat> Mickey Mouse plays Bob Cratchit in that one. I love that one. Um, there's also the other, the newer animated one with Jim Carrey does the voice of Scrooge that was out. There's there's what you said, your number one, Bill Murray's Scrooge. That's the Charles Dickens story. It's it's a it's a Scrooge within a Scrooge because he's producing Ugh. a version of Charles Dickens Scrooge, yes. which is like like real R rated. It's like a dream it's inside like, a dream. Yeah, and sexually oriented and dancers and stuff. Yeah. Did you try using staples? <laughs> oh, but there's so many different versions of that. I like the Mickey Mouse one, but I'm going to go ahead and put the Muppets as my number three. Number two, this is the special one I was getting ahead of myself with. It's kind of a unique one I remember from my childhood. Garfield. Garfield the cat had a Christmas special. It's the Garfield Christmas special. And I think I might have talked about this on the show before. He goes to his John Arbuckle's family for Christmas. And Odie and Garfield come with John and they just spend the time there. And it's it's great. It's a feel good. There's an old grandma there. She's the sweetest rough around the edges old grandma. Yeah. But just the sweetest thing. And my number one, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. There you go. Just like you. It's it's so great. I watch it every year. I've watched it maybe five times already this year. I haven't watched it so yet this good. year. I haven't watched it yet. So good. It's funny to think about 
those kind of stories that, like we were talking about, stand the test of time. Classic stories like Charles Dickens Scrooge. How long ago did Charles Dickens write that write that book? A Christmas Carol. Yeah, maybe? a Christmas Carol. Like, how long ago? Like, it was. Look it up real quick. Um, it had to have been. Ah, uh, mid to late 1800s is what it was. It was about the mid 1800s when he wrote it. Um, that story has been going for over 150 years now. Like, it's a classic that can be told and told again. <clears throat> Even the classic story can be told again, and it has literally stood the test of time so far. Like, imagine what it is to write a story. You may or may not know it, but you know for, like, next 200 years, that story is going to be told. Again and again, there's gonna be a different version made. That must be the most satisfying feeling ever. I I'm to the point where I almost think we need to pump the brakes. Really, on the Christmas Carol? Yeah, I do. I think we we've got so many different versions of it that I'm almost like, okay, let's relax on on redoing and rebooting a Christmas Carol and telling it from a different. It point might be of the view. most rebooted movie ever to exist. Yeah, I think it might be. I think it's it's been done so many times. I mean, it's still popular, so why the hell not, I suppose. I mean, the the story that it tells is the moral of it exists exists today. Like it even works today by today's standards. So, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. So Christmas is a good time, Adam, and I know we're we're both busy. Got the family stuff going on, the holiday stuff. Right. With As far as the podcast goes, we have some specials coming up. We're going to do uh, top, some top five, some movie reviews we're going to do, which is cool. We got a lot of pre-recorded stuff that we had to do, so it's it's a lot of stuff that we're just kind of real quick. We don't we didn't want to skip any week. We didn't want to skip any weeks. We wanted to make sure we continued our record of uploading once a week. Since we started doing it once a week, I guess. when Early on, we were only doing it like once a month. So we want to keep going with that, and we didn't want to skip. So we're going to bring you some specials. They might be a little shorter, might be a little longer. We don't know. So, <clears throat> yeah, we're like like Scott was saying, we're all busy with a lot of family stuff going on. Tis the season. Tis the season. So this could quite possibly be our last regular show of 2016, Adam. Shit. We've been going... We went 2015 through 2016, and we're rolling into 2017. We've been doing this solidly for about a year and a half now. Like that's that's kind of amazing. Like it's it's. I didn't think I to be honest, with you, I didn't think it was gonna last that long. I thought we'd get maybe like a year in, and then we'd be like, all right, you know, we we're kind of busy with stuff, you know, maybe we'll hold off on it for a little while, and we'd just kind of flounder. But you know what? We've been solid, solid fucking shows. I gotta be real with you though, man. The real skis. I am ready to put 2016 in the rearview mirror. I, f- I think everybody is. I am I'm ready. ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm. This might be like the worst year of anybody's lives. Like this is the worst year of my life for the most part. Like nothing. I don't feel like any. There's much of anything good that's happened. Nothing this good year. happened to you this year. I mean, all right. Maybe a few things. One thing in particular, hap- good thing happened to the show. We were able to join the Be Real Network. That was a good thing that happened to the show, and I'm really, I've been, I was and still am excited about that. Right. I've been excited about that ever since. So that is probably the one good thing to come out of 2016 for me. Um, other than that, it's just been, it's just been a slog. I feel like I've been just wading through just thigh high swamp water 
That's how I feel like I've been doing through this year. The Trump swamp water. You could say that, yeah. Yeah, I, I've had a couple good things happen to me. Um, like you, mostly bad this year, but but there's been a couple good things for me. Uh, my wife, Kristen, gave birth to our second daughter. That's right, Nina. Congratulations once again for that. Yes, she's like eight months now, but <laughs> so she was born in 2016. That's awesome. I'm I, that was probably the highlight of my year. Something else really good, as you know, Adam, I'm a huge sports fan, especially when it comes to Pittsburgh sports. Love the Steelers, love the Pirates, and I love the Pittsburgh Penguins. And in 2016, they won the Stanley Cup championship. So that is a big deal for me. The average person might be like, it's just fucking sports. I mean, but to me, it is very important. I, I. A very highlight of of my year was the Penguins winning and my daughter being born. To those people that say, "Oh, it's just fucking sports," go, go get a hobby. Like you know, honestly, maybe you don't have anything to enjoy yourself. Like I got things that are important to me, and you know they're not important to a lot of other people. But I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself. But some bad things happened. Holy shit, Scott! Some bad things happened. I got some bad things. Um, I got some bad. Th- I got a whole list of bad things. Uh, yeah. Um, from all the crazy shootings that we had, there was Orlando, there was Dallas, the all the terrorist attacks, the Brussels bombing, the France, the attacks on France when the truck got hijacked, Aleppo. Have you, all right? This is the most depressing thing I think I've seen this year so far. Have you seen those Facebook videos where, um, it's people from Aleppo that are recording themselves, and one of the big tags on it is that. This could be the last recording these people ever do because they're moving in on Aleppo. Like it's it's getting bad over there. That might be the most. I actually sat down and watched some of those videos, like people talking and talking about themselves and stuff yeah. like that. It might be the most depressing thing I've seen this year so far. Um, not to mention the amount of deaths that we've had this year. I actually had that on my list as, as a bad thing. That- yeah. The, the, how many people, celebrities, well-known people, inspirational people that died in 2016. I made a list. I got Muhammad Ali is on my list. Is he on your list? Muhammad Ali is on my list. How horrible was that? Yeah. Yeah. He, the greatest of all time. The greatest <clears throat> boxer, hands down. One of the greatest athletes of all time passed away. Yeah. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, that's he's on my list. David Bowie. David Bowie. David on Bowie. My list. Just one of my favorite all-time artists. We lost a lot of artists this year. Like holy shit! Not just celebrities, yeah. but artists. We in general. lost David Bowie. Prince. Prince. Yes. Prince. I'm sure is on your list. Oh yeah. Um, I Leonard Cohen. I loved Leonard Cohen. He just recently passed away. A month yeah, or so it was. Ago. It was. It wasn't that long. Ago. I know, and I. Losing the great ones. Alan Rickman. Alan That's Rickman. another one. Alan Rickman is on. I was pretty sad when that happened. Alan like, Rickman's on the list. I'm a big fan of Alan Rickman. I think I was a bigger fan of him. I'm not going to say I was a bigger fan of him, but I I, I felt it more probably. Um, as everybody knows, we've, I've talked about this at nauseum. I'm a fan of Kevin Smith. And I listen to all his podcasts. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about it after Alan Rickman died. He knew Alan Rickman personally. Like, he was friends with him. 
to the point whenever one of them was in town, they would call each other up and go out to dinner with the family, all that good stuff. And to hear this man talk about Alan Rickman, like he was downright crying almost on a show because he was talking about the memories he had with them. He never got a ch- one of the biggest things he never got a chance to do was get Alan Rickman on his podcast. And that would have been like a memory. You can always go back and listen to the real Alan Rickman talk. We've got his movies. We've got Prince's music. We've got all these great memories of all these people. One thing that hit hard with me, I don't know about you, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman was this year too. Freaking Willy Wonka. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. I'm sorry. Not I, was Gene like, I was like, Gene Hackman? <laughs> I'm sorry. Gene, I'm, I fucked it up. Gene Wilder. You scared me for a minute. I'm like, Gene Hackman's dead? No. Oh, Gene, Gene Wilder. Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. My yes. fault. My fault. I've got the goddamn name in front of me on my phone. I fucked it up even then. But yeah, Gene Wilder. He he died too. Willy Wonka himself. Young Frankenstein died. Yeah. That was upsetting. Um, A more recent one. Another recent one. Alan Thick, yeah. Alan Thick passed away. Growing <laughs> Pains, man. Oh, I I loved Growing Pains, even though Kirk Cameron's a dick. Alan Thick was was like everybody's TV dad. <clears throat> I would say that about Bill Cosby too, but it's a, it's 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 over now. That, yeah. that 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 trend is long past. That train has left the station. Alan Thick, man. He he just recently <clears throat> passed away. He was playing hockey with his sons and. Had a heart attack and died. He wasn't even very old. Take care of your heart, people. Drink a lot of red wine. Is it red or white that takes care of your heart? Drink it all. <laughs> I don't care. Drink, drink whatever. Drink. After this year, drink it all. Drink Fuck it yeah. All. Um, I also have <clears throat> Anton Yelchin. That's right. The new checkoff. Yes. Anton Yelchin. I almost forgot about him. He was him. a young cat, so he hadn't really made his mark yet, but, no, but I feel like he was great as as Chekhov. He could he like he he had a bright future ahead of him. It was a mm-hmm. it was a light that was snuffed out way too soon. So we were talking about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This next actress who passed away this Shit. year is in that. And she, you also may know her from Everybody loves Raymond, Grandma's boy. Yes, Doris Roberts. <clears throat> she felt like our grandma. Yeah, exactly. Like everybody's she is grandma. like almost exactly like my grandmother. Like seriously. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. We had Brady, our TV dad, yeah, Florence Henderson, TV's mom, TV's grandma, creepy dad, grandma, mom. They're all. Jeez. And we're left with Bill Cosby and Donald Trump. That's who we're left with. I mean. There's also some other ones. Uh, what else do I have on my list here? Arnold Palmer, who is one of the the greatest golfers of all time. And if you're not big into golf, I bet you've had the Arnold Palmer drink. Oh, He's yeah. the man who... It, genius, iced tea, lemonade. I like both of them. Why don't I mix them the fuck together and name it after me? Have you ever had an Arnold Palmer, half iced tea, half lemonade? Absolutely. They're wonderful. That's yeah. a great idea. He died this year. Arnold Palmer. He's from Pittsburgh, too. No shit. Yeah. Passed away. Who else we got? I know you're a big space guy. John Glenn. John the Glenn. astronaut. That's right. I do remember he passed away this year. <sighs> that was a sad day. Yeah. That was definitely a sad day. <clears throat> There's so many more. Like, we just barely scratched the surface. Uh Fidel Castro, I mean, a lot of people don't like him, but he died this year. 
Abe Vigoda, Patty Duke. So many more. I mean, and this other person I want to say actually technically died in 2015, but it was the very end of 2015. I don't even remember if we talked about it on the show. But Scott Wyland. The fuck him. Stone he died Temple in 2015. That's fuck him. I loved I loved Stone Temple Pilots. No, I'm kidding. Man. Yeah, that that's sad. I, that's sad. It's, it's worth noting because I think he died like late December of 2015. So I don't know if we even got a chance to talk about it, but I'm sure so, we did. I there the rings a bell. Rings oh, a maybe bell. We so did. It, it's still sad. Like this 2016 has been the year of deaths, I think. Like just everybody's just everybody's kicking the bucket in 20. Do you think they knew? How the election was going to turn out. Is that why? Do you think they knew? Deep down? I'm trying to make dumb election jokes. Well, that, to, that, to make it lighthearted. That but. brings me to my next bad thing that happened in 2016. And that was the presidential election. Yeah, that's and on my Donald list. And Donald Trump becoming president of the United States. Are you fucking kidding me? That's on my list. It was. It's, a, it's a bad thing. <clears throat> Ordinarily, I would never put a presidential election on my list. Whether it was my candidate that won or... My can't that lost. Um, only reason why I put it on my list was because whether you believe it or not, whether you think that way or not, me personally, I don't see Donald Trump being good for this country. I don't see him being a positive aspect of this country, um, especially since his choices for cabinet have been that have been coming out since his decisions have been coming out. Especially since then, it's like. <clears throat> okay, everybody jumped on the Donald Trump bandwagon that was like, drain the swamp, get rid of all the people that are causing the problem, bring all brand new people in. Who's brand new that he's bringing in? Like, really? Like, let's like let's be honest. Like, it's a lot of people that have just making the same problems. Like, I'd be on board with drain the swamp and bring new people in if he was bringing new people in. But, yeah, that, that was on my list. Anything else on your list? I got one more thing. Yep. B.O.B. coming at Neil deGrasse Tyson because of Flat Earth. Remember that he, Flat Earth thing? He was our douche of the day. He was our he was one of our douches of the day. That happened this year. This year, B.O.B. was coming at DeGrasse because he was claiming the Earth is flat. Like, that shit happened this year. Shit. Holy shit. Like, I had to look it up to make sure it happened this year. But yeah, it was like the beginning of the year. Fucking B.O.B. He put it, I don't know if it was him or it was another flat earther. They they made a tweet and somebody retweet, retweeted it like a million times and I laughed so hard when I read it. A flat earther who was being completely, not the onion, wasn't from the onion. They were being, being completely serious. They tweeted, people, oh, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately, but they said along the lines of, People don't understand there's a lot more flat earthers than you think. We're all around the earth, or all around the globe. And so like, wait a minute, wait a minute, listen to yourself. We're all over the globe. The globe. There's many flat earthers out there. We're all over the globe. They all voted for Donald Trump. Like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> they all voted for Trump. And, yeah. All right. Let's... I'm done talking about the real. I'm sick of talking about the real. This t- year has been terrible. It's been horrible. I'm looking forward to 2017. All right. But we are a pop culture co- our podcast for the most part. That's what we are. That's mm-hmm. what we aim to be. We love TV shows. We love movies. We love things that are going on in entertainment. Mm-hmm. Celebrates all that bullshit. 
I want to get into the movies that came out this year. That's what I want to get into. Like, let's talk about that. Like, okay. we we, we kind of prepped this a little bit, but we each have our own list of movies that we hated and movies we're not necessarily hated, but we didn't like or disappointed in, and movies we loved, movies we recommend wholeheartedly. Yeah. And, and there's going to be a lot of movies, as I went through my list, I'm like, holy cow. There's a ton of movies that came out in 2016 that I haven't got around to seeing yet. Exactly. I'm upset with myself because I want to see them, and I think I will eventually see them. So I'm not going to talk about movies I haven't seen. There's probably movies that neither one of us have seen. Maybe there's a movie that you've seen that I haven't or a movie I've seen that you haven't. But we're just going to go from the movies that we saw, whether we liked them or not. Do you want to start with ones we liked you know what it's been a downer so far i think we should i think what we should do is we start with the disappointing movies and let's end on a high note that's okay. what i think i think we should well you start go with first. that i'll you go first you okay. rattle them off i'll rattle them off just real quick is there an order like do you have five you have ten absolutely not that was too much work okay. i said screw it i was disappointed okay. in them batman v superman disappointed yep. in that movie it was it was not terrible but it was just such a disappointment along the lines of dc suicide squad one of those other DC movies that wasn't terrible, but just a disappointment. Like, it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Um, Warcraft. X-Men Apocalypse. That was pretty disappointing. Like, uh, Independence Day Resurgence. That was definitely disappointing. Like, everybody was waiting like 20 years for an Independence Day. Mm -hmm. And we finally got a sequel to it, and it was just not great at all. Like, not at all. And this is another one that you and I are going to disagree with, Ghostbusters. I was not a fan of Ghostbusters. I thought it was a disappointing reboot. I, I didn't think it was that great. I've, I've talked about it before, but like it was okay, but not that great. Um, there are other movies that I put on this list that I'm probably going to see at some point, but I'm not really that excited to see them. Like, I'm seeing the trailers. You haven't seen them yet? No, I haven't seen them. Then don't talk about them yet. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to those later. Okay. There's some that I haven't seen either. All right, all Just right. go from the ones you've seen already. That's Those are the ones I've seen. Those okay. are the ones I've seen. So, so I've got seven movies that I've seen that came out this year that I just I didn't like. And number I'm starting out with number seven. I have <clears throat> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Fair enough. I didn't like it. Although, you told me you walked out of the... Is that the one I you didn't walk? see it in the theater. I read oh, it. Oh, okay. I fell asleep midway through. Adam, I, I believe it. I believe I it. I never fall asleep during a movie. I get into movies. But I went back and I, I watched the rest of it. I gave it a chance. I think I like it better than the first one. I like I was a huge Turtles fan, man. I loved the cartoons. I played with the toys. I was a huge, huge, huge fan of them. I like that they brought in Krang and Rocksteady and Bebop. Casey Jones? Casey Jones was in the original. But it, it's not better than the, the Turtles from the 90s. No, it, no, no. Not no. better. Uh, Turtles 3, the one where they go back in time to like feudal Japan, that one was a piece of shit. But the first Turtles movie and The Secret of the Ooze are awesome. I've put Out of the Shadows as my number seven. I didn't like it at all. Number six, I have the movie Allegiant. It's in the Divergent series. Oh, that was never going to be good, though. I liked the first one. And there you mean, was a second you mean the movie one. series that makes no sense? So, Well, they're really, really trying to make it Hunger Games- squared like well there's two. yeah like all those young adult novels are like that apparently like mm -hmm. hunger games was first on the list but then they're following up with all these other ones like divergent and a few other ones apparently they're all in the same vein well allegiant was bad and i put it as my number six 
of I didn't like for the year. My number five, I have Suicide Squad. Didn't like it. Was actually excited to see it. Saw it in the theater. Did not live up to the hype. I'm did glad I didn't it. see it in the theater. I'm really glad. That's one of those movies. I saw it in the theater. I was not happy. Number four, X-Men Apocalypse. I felt like it had so much potential. I liked First Class. I liked Days of Futures Past. But I did not like Apocalypse. It's, and he's such a great character. They could have done so yeah. much with Apocalypse. It's the movie trilogy that surpasses 30 years in the story and nobody ages. Number three, <laughs> number three, I have Batman vs. Superman. Disappointing. Another one I was looking forward to. Also, I saw this one in the theater also. Just huge letdown. You, just, you talked about it already. Yeah. So. My number two is another one I saw in the theater. This is one you're going to disagree with me on. I did not care for this movie. I know movie. what you're going to say. I did not like this movie, and the whole the rest of the world did. My number two least favorite movie of 2016 is Deadpool. I did not like it. I, there were some parts that made me laugh out loud, but just, no, I wasn't into it. And everybody fucking loves this movie. Deadpool to you is like the new Ghostbusters to me, so that's what it is. Did not, but my number one least favorite movie that came out in 2016, which I, I, I asked myself, why did I even watch this movie? I, I don't know. It was, I rented it. It was The Purge election year. Why would... Okay, fine. So Why I watched would... the first Purge movie and I enjoyed it. I never saw the second one. And the third one, I was like, you know, this is election year. I'm pissed off by this election. I'm going to watch some motherfuckers die. It was I'm going to ter- watch some motherfuckers It was die. a terrible story. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. Don't waste your time. It sucked. It was my least favorite movie of 2016. What a waste of time. It was. So you got some... There are movies you liked? I do. I got some movies that are like, we can move on to that. Um, let's 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 get just, you know, great with it. Let's get the warm feeling. Or let's yeah. get hopeful with it. All right? I These are some movies that I enjoyed, okay? First one I want to mention is a movie you dislike so much, Deadpool. Okay, I enjoyed that movie so much. You and, and I, the rest of the and world. And I can't I did not wait like it. for the second one. I cannot I wait like for it. it. I like it. just Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is a perfect casting. I might not even watch the second one. I was so don't off be by. that guy because they're they're they've connected the universe with X Men and Deadpool. So there's going to be some crossovers, man. You're going to have to watch them. Um, Captain America: Civil War. That was an amazing Marvel movie. That was one of the best Marvel movies they've done so far. It introduced Spider-Man into the Marvel Universe. To be perfectly honest with you, there was almost no end result to the movie. And it's like the movie shouldn't have even existed because even after the war, everybody was still like best buds, kind of. So I understand that criticism. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That was a good experience for me. That was a very, it was a last minute movie watch for me. I went to the theaters at the last minute to watch it to do a review on the Movie Guys podcast. And it, I'm glad I saw it in theaters. I'm glad I didn't miss it in theaters because that was, I wish I would have seen it in 3D. Let's put it that way. I'm really big into 3D movies now. So, The Jungle Book, that was a good one. That was a very good movie. That's on Netflix now. So, if you haven't seen it yet, head on there. Uh, surprising movie that I, did, I was surprised that I liked 10 Cloverfield Lane came out this year and i was really surprised how much i enjoyed that movie um 
And the last movie of one of the best movies that came out this year, hands down, Doctor Strange. My favorite movie. I know what you're saying. You guys are shaking your iPhones. You're shaking your Android device like, well, what the fuck about Arrival? What the fuck about, you know, Rogue One? We're getting there. Chill out. We're getting there, okay? Scott's got to give his favorite movies. Yes, I've got five of them. Yes. A lot of them you said. My number five favorite movie of 2016 was a movie I was very excited to see. Thought that maybe this could have been my number one favorite movie of the year. There were some things I didn't like about it. That's why it's my only num- my number five. That's The Jungle Book. I liked The Jungle Book. It's my top five favorite, but I think it missed the mark. It's not as good as the original. It's no. not, not as good as the original, so it's my number five. My number four, a pleasant surprise. Really shocked that it was a fun movie. I was entertained the whole time. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yes. I I got it my number four. I really like that movie. I'm excited to see more of the Cloverfield franchise. Hell so yeah. Do. Number three, <clears throat> Captain America Civil War. I really enjoyed Civil War. I still think the first Avengers is my number one favorite. My number two favorite, I think, is still the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I think this might be my third favorite. It might have jumped Winter Soldier yeah. to be my third, my it would third make sense. favorite Marvel it would make sense. film. I really like it. My number two, fav- my second, Adam, second favorite movie that I saw of 2016. You're going to disagree with this. Ghostbusters. Yeah. I liked it that much. It was my second favorite movie I saw of the year. I thoroughly enjoyed that film. And character development was not real and the characters were not written like real people. But all Deadpool was enough. was dick and fart jokes, Adam. Dick yeah, and but fart jokes. Yeah. So okay. you're entitled to your opinion. I'm gonna I'm say entitled this, to I'm gonna mine. say this one thing. The original Deadpool was written as dick and fart jokes. The original Ghostbusters were written as real people, and they changed them to clowns of themselves. That's all I'm going to say about it. You ki- you're Number comparing one. apples to oranges because there's a movie and a movie you compared- to a comic book and a movie. doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they, trans- My number one they transitioned favorite. all the other comic books to movies, and they were fine. They were, were good to their history. Go My ahead. Number- Go ahead. Go ahead. Number My, one. I don't want to argue. Go ahead. You're entitled to yours. 2016 is a year of arguing, Scott. Let's go. Okay, My go ahead. number one favorite movie, and this is a movie that I really loved. And I'm a huge Disney fan, as you know. My favorite movie of the year was Zootopia. I loved it. It was an Zootopia. Animated, animated movie, man. It was so good. That's your number one of the so year. good. I watch it. I don't mean to. I've seen parts of it. I don't mean to like so good. I don't mean to like judge you on because it's your opinion. It's your favorite movies, but Zootopia really. Zootopia was so good. Did you? If you, I've seen parts of it. You need to watch. I've it seen again. parts of it, but I didn't. I as I was watching it, I did not it, expect. But- as I was watching it, I was like, I don't want to watch the rest of this. I thought it was so good, so good. You got me flabbergasted. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was my favorite movie of the year. Was Zootopia? I cried. I laughed. I went through all the emotions. A freaking cartoon, a Disney movie, does it to me. It was excellent. Gotta it be was- honest with you. Gotta be honest I with you. I watched it with my family. I'm, uh... Both my girls, my wife, we we were glued. 
We were glued. It, Ord- was, it was such a good experience. For Ordinarily, me. I respect you on your choices. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed in this one. Adam, quit a shitting on me. I didn't. I didn't give you hell for anything. I wish you would have. Wish you would have. Those are the movies I liked. Very fine. That's that's very respectable. Those are the movies you love, and that's our opinions. I wouldn't say love, but they were the movies that I liked. Oh, you wouldn't say love. I wouldn't say love. But they were, as far as 2016 goes, yeah. they were the best. Now, as I said before, don't be shaking your phones or your MP3 players. Blah, blah, blah. Don't be shaking your phones saying, what about this? What about that? I, for one, have not seen Arrival yet, but I'm so excited to I see that movie. I haven't seen it either, yes. I haven't seen Passengers yet, which looks really, really good. And I've heard some good things about it. Um, and Rogue One, I'm really trying to see it this week. I'm This week, as we're recording it, I'm really trying to get in there and see it this week. Um, Star Trek Beyond is another movie that I just I haven't gotten a chance to see. I haven't yet. either. I'm, I, I thought you saw it. I, I, I watched it, but I watched it. Like, me and my mother are both Trekkies. We love Star Trek. I watched it. There's a four-year-old that lives in our house, and we were trying to watch it. As four-year-olds tend to do, they love to run around and yell and do all kinds of crazy stuff. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't focus on the movie, so I have to rewatch it again. But I guarantee, you when I watch these movies, Rogue One will probably be my favorite movie of 2016 after that point. But that's that's the reason why we haven't gotten to those movies. Chill out, people. Calm down. Yeah. Wusa. Uh, breathe. The number one movie that I want to see that I haven't seen would be. Star Trek Beyond. I really want to see it. I've heard nothing but good things. My number two would be Doctor Strange. I have not yet seen Doctor Strange, and I really want to. I don't know how you're going to like it. I love the movie. I love the movie so much. I know people that have loved it, but I also know people that just didn't like it that much either. So I don't know how you're going to like it. Um, do you have any movies that you're pumped that you're pumped for? Also, do you pump for Arrival and Rogue One? Yeah, Rogue One, I'm really excited for. Arrival and Passengers, you brought both of them up. Those are two movies that I really want to see, but probably will wait till they come out on video. Rogue One, I'm trying to get to the theater to see. I am trying to get to see that. Um, as far as what's coming out, I'm really looking forward to the next Guardians of the Galaxy. I was gonna, I was gonna get into that a little bit. End of the year, Happy New Year's, folks. Drive safe, you know, party hard and be safe, all that stuff. 2017 is coming. 2017 looks like the year of amazingness. Just looks like so much good stuff. Can't be worse than 2016. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Justice League. Spider-Man Homecoming. That movie looks so good. Spider-Man Homecoming looks The new Logan movie. I'm excited for, yeah, I'm excited for Logan. Star Wars Episode 8. It's supposed to be coming out in, in 2017. That's what I'm looking at the thing right there. It says 2017 oh, Star Wars Episode Eight. I thought it was 2018. It says 2017. Maybe I Christmas could, 2017. Probably, yeah. Okay. I could be wrong. No, no, I believe you. But I believe you. yeah, um, the new. You know what? I'm I'm surprised. Looks really good. The new Pirates movie. The new Pirates movie looks kind of. It looks kind of good. I, I love them. <laughs> I even do. the fourth one. It was on Stranger good. Tides. I feel the same way about Stranger Tides as I do about Jurassic Park Lost World and Jurassic okay. Park 3. The fact that the first one was so good 
and one of my favorite films of all time, that the 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 awesomeness of that movie has spilled over into the crappy sequels. Yeah. That's made me like them more because they're associated with the first one. Does okay. that make sense? It makes sense. If they were, I, I believe it. I believe stand it. alone, no big pile of turds. But since I love I love Curse of the Black Pearl, I love the first Jurassic Park. They made their lousy sequels better. You know, I'm actually excited for Thor Ragnarok. I'm mm-hmm. actually pretty excited for that movie. Um, I didn't like the second Thor Dark movie, World but I love I love the first movie. Beauty and the Beast comes out oh, this upcoming Beauty and the Beast year. Looks good. Power Rangers. I'm actually want to see that movie. I actually do want to see that movie, whether it's good or bad. I'm not that invested into it. Alien Covenant, the new Alien movie is going to be coming out. I'm so interested in what they're going to do with that. Um, I can keep going on and on, but 2017 looks like it's going to be the year of just amazingness. There's some shit ones I'm looking on here. There's some real bad ones like, wait, what? Paul Blart 3? Fast and the Furious 10? They're doing another Saw? I had no idea they were doing another Saw. I had heard that. I I had no idea. That was a surprise to me. Um, I saw part of Saw 1, and I've never seen any more. I've seen all of them at least once. So I might have to watch it just because of that, but I don't really want to. But they're remaking Jumanji also. That's another one. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I don't know. The thing is, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. Because it's remaking a classic movie that I love from my childhood, so that kind of angers me. But it's Dwayne Johnson, so I'm I'm between a rock and a hard place on that one. The Mummy. I'm between The Rock and a hard place on that <laughs> I one. Like what you did there. <laughs> yeah. The Mummy's coming out. Yeah. World War Z two, yes. I didn't know that was coming out yes. either. That's another surprise. So there's some ups and downs, some ups and downs. But it looks like 2017 is going to be a great year for film, great year for film, great year for TV. So. It's going to be amazing. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some some new movies. I'm looking forward to seeing the path of this podcast. You know, we'll see. I have some good ideas for next year. I really do. So, I, yeah, I think I think we're gonna go. What are you looking forward to most, twenty seventeen, Adam? Um, besides the movies and the entertainment, I'm looking forward to the new shows that'll be coming on the Be Real Network. I'm actually looking. I'm gonna be disappointed, but I'm actually looking forward to see what a Trump presidency is gonna look like because I'm genuinely curious. Not excited, just curious. Um, you said something to me the other day that really stuck with me, Adam. Would you like me to repeat it? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking okay. about. Yes, um, repeat it. Another podcast I listen to is We the People Live with Josh Zepps. He's an Australian that has been living in America on a or in America on a visa, and he's like a reporter, writer, podcaster now. Um, <clears throat> he said something that I think really holds true. There's a lot of Trump supporters and Republicans that will sit there and tell you that, oh, you know, get over it, stop complaining, Trump won, blah, 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 you know, stop whining about it, all this other stuff. And to a certain extent, they might be right sometimes, but something Josh Zepps said, and I hold it true, and I told you about it and you love the idea of it, was that, okay, repeating basically like paraphrasing what he said, I'm going to give Trump a chance. I'm going to give Trump a chance. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to see how he does. But, however, 
it doesn't mean that I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I will criticize, I will judge him based on decisions he makes that I think are wrong. I will absolutely give him a chance, but if he makes a decision that I think is wrong, I'm going to speak up. Because I think that's the most important thing that we can do as Americans is hold Trump to what he says or what he said he was going to do or what he does. Just because he's the president and just because he won does not mean the criticism is over. If anything, the criticism is starting. So... And I completely agree with that sentiment. I, I too, reluctantly or not, I too am going to give Trump a chance. He does not get a free pass because no. he's president of the United States. If there is something that he does that is stupid or wrong or even just something as simple as that I disagree with it, then I too am going to voice my opinion. I am going to shout it from the highest mountaintop. <laughs> about why he's wrong for this. Absolutely. And he deserves it. If he does something that's good and it works, then great. Yeah. Great. Uh, if he does something good that I, that I but, agree with, I will absolutely say, you know what, I'm surprised. Good on you, Trump, for doing it. But it doesn't mean he gets a yeah. free pass, like you said. Right. And he's going to definitely get criticism from us at For Your Distraction. The last thing I'm going to say about this Trump presidency that's coming up, can somebody take his fucking Twitter away, please? Like, seriously, somebody take his social media away from him. All right, Adam. So if the people want to get in touch with us and they want to say what their favorite movies were of 2016 or what movies they didn't like of 2016 or what they're most looking forward to in 2017, what maybe send us a list what your favorite Christmas movies are. How can they do that? If you guys want to get a hold of Free Distraction, you can email us at distraction at gmail.com. You can send us a message or a tweet or a post or anything like that on Facebook and Twitter. Search for Distraction at Podcast FYD on Twitter. Um, if you guys want to comment on our shows, we are on SoundCloud and we are on iTunes. So you can give us a rating. You can throw a comment on there. You know, We'll check it out. We'll, uh, we'll read it. We are also a member of the be real podcasting network so if you guys want to check us out on there head over to berealnetwork.com you can listen to our shows on there and you can listen to other shows like basement condition hey i like that game and you know underground hot pot those are in movie guys podcasts as well those are some other great shows that are on there and 2017 is coming so we're just gonna grow we're, just, we're getting more shows in they're, they're actually talking about it so you can head over there and you can uh listen to us and all those other great shows I'm going to give a shout out to our beer of the show, which was the St. Nicholas Bach from the Penn Brewery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Really great beer. Really great beer. It was it was good for the our talking of the holidays and and whatnot. Um, I think I just want to I just want to say thank you. I mean, it's amazing. We're going on our third year of doing this, Adam. It's 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 incredible. You talked about it earlier in the show. You didn't think it was last this long. I certainly didn't. Uh, a big thank you to all our friends who listen to us from the Be Real Network, from the Pottern family on Twitter. I want to give a thank you to the podcast community group on Facebook. I, I've talked to a lot of people on there. It's just, and to anybody listening, really, it's great. It's It makes us feel really good that people actually listen like it's amazing that we get this many listens anymore. It does. 
I'm like the Grinch, okay? Every time I get, every time I see someone who's listening or comments or something like that, my heart grows three sizes. <laughs> they, the doctors call it a tumor, but you know, I call it just enjoyment. So I mean, it's it's fantastic. We're gonna keep doing what we're doing. We're not. We're gonna be us, and we're grateful for everybody who listens to the show, who sends us emails, who tweets us, who sends us messages. We are grateful for anybody and we're gonna get some guests back on here i mean the, sh- the show's going up definitely in 2017 i'm looking forward to it just when just when the world starts to look bleak and down this shines a glimmer of hope and it's coming to you right now from your speakers all right well that should do it for the year well want to wish everybody a happy holidays whoever the hell you pray to be safe. Have a happy and fun new year. And we'll see you next year. 2017 is going to be huge. 